Hey, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm very thankful to be your host. And we're going to be looking today at the Ark of the Covenant and Anubis, the Shrine of Anubis. Any similarities? I do think it's fascinating. And I think a long time ago, I did something kind of along this line. I can't remember the specifics. But anyhow, today we're going to be coming from Unearthing the Bible, 101 Archaeological Discoveries that Bring the Bible to Life by Titus Kennedy. I use it like as a textbook, and I just love it, and I recommend everybody to get it, pass it out to friends and family. So let's get started. I just read a little bit, talk a little bit about it. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. So again, share with your friends, family, church family, maybe make a journal or notebook of things you find interesting. And again, let's get started. So the Anubis Shrine, or the Ark of Anubis, was discovered in the tomb of Tutankhamun, KV-62, in the Valley of the Kings and designated Shrine 261. Facing west, the direction of the Egyptian afterlife, and in front of the canoptic chest of the Pharaoh and the entrance to the treasury, the Anubis Shrine seems to have been set up as a guardian. When discovered, it was partially covered by a linen shirt always find that interesting. But anyhow, although a statue of an Egyptian god was attached to the roof of the chest and the object was religious in nature, it's unlikely that it was ever used in worship but restricted to afterlife rituals on the tomb. So there's an incredible picture of it. It looks like basically a long-tailed dog, long-eared dog sitting on a chest. Um, but it does have like the handles like the Ark of the Covenant to be carried and it's found in the Valley of the Kings, KV-62, Egypt. I think I mentioned that already. The shrine measures 37 inches by 15 inches wide, 21 and a half inches high. It's very close to the dimensions of the Ark of the Covenant. In the shape of a trapezoid, it was constructed as a wood chest with a layer of plaster covered in gold leaf, topped with a guardian figure of Anubis, the likeness of a jackal. Two poles were attached to the sides to carry it, and items were placed inside. Again, kind of like the Ark of the Covenant. It's got a footnote here. Let's see if I can read it. It's very small print. With the Anubis statue attached, the total height is 46 and a half inches. The statue of Anubis was carved from wood, which was then painted black, while the collar and accents around the eyes and ears were covered with gold leaf. The eyes were made from calcite and obsidian. And the claws of silver. The shrine is currently on display at the Egyptian Museum in Cairo. The chest was decorated with the uh, Jed pillar, the J-E-D, pillar associated with the afterlife and the underworld of the god Osiris, and two hieroglyphic inscriptions invoking Anubis. Inside the chest are four small compartments and one large compartment that contain amulets, statuettes of the god Thoth, a statuette of the god Horus, two uh, Shabtis, let me make sure I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, Shabtis, S-H-A-B-T-I-S, a clay scepter and jewels. This Egyptian chest comes from the 14th century B.C., approximately 100 years or so after the Exodus and the construction of the Ark of the Covenant. So it's pretty fascinating. People see a lot of similarities there. And it demonstrates a crafting style used in the... Egypt that was employed in the creation of the Ark of the Covenant. Now, my thing with that is, obviously, the Bible says God showed Moses in the mount the Ark that was in heaven, and this is, the Ark on earth was like a shadow of that which was in heaven. 
So I don't think there's any similarities, but we won't go into a lot of different back and forth there. The sacred chest with a guardian on top seen in Egyptian artwork from at least as early as the reign of Hatshepsut around 1500 BC and therefore was an object in use in Egypt prior to the time of the Exodus. The Ark of the Covenant was a chest made of acacia wood and plated in gold measuring uh, two and a half cubits long, a cubit and a half wide, and a cubit and a half tall, approximately 52 inches long, 31 inches wide, 31 inches tall. Topped with a golden lid that had two guardian cherubim figures on it. The chest held the significant items of the two stone tablets, the Ten Commandments, the Rod of Aaron that budded, and the Pot of Manna. Similar to the Shrine of Animus, it was a gold-plated wooden chest holding important items and carried by two poles which attached to the chest and was covered in a veil when transported. I think some of this too, you know, if Satan knew about the heavenly ark, he could have influenced the Egyptians to do it, demons. Um, I think that's maybe what a lot of uh, mystery rituals were as well. Uh, satanically influenced things. Okay, so let's just keep reading here. The two chests were similar in form and construction demonstrate that Israelites were familiar with Egyptian material culture late 18th century dynasty, excuse me, but beyond the general identification with religion, their function and purpose were completely different. Rather than copy the shrine of Anubis or similar objects, the Israelite craftsmen were able to use and adapt the skills and techniques they learned in Egypt to build a sacred chest that had features unique to the worship of Yahweh and its use in the tabernacle. And, and God, it says, a holy ab and Bezalel, I think they are, God put it supernaturally in their heart to do that. So, but I, I could see congruence there that they knew of these things and that God allowed them to be able to build the true worship of God. But I wouldn't get carried away too much with the similarities. Tomorrow we're going to be looking at the wonderful Dare Allah inscription. It's one of my favorite archaeological discoveries of all time. So hope you'll join us. Check out our other podcasts. Subscribe. And uh, leave us a five-star review. Most of our podcasts are somewhat, obviously, historical and apologetical in nature. So, God bless you. We'll talk with you later. Bye-bye.